we want the thing in order to achieve certain kinds of emotions. So I want, you know, like a six figure year, or I want to get this big client or like we have these goals, but then like, why do we want it? Well, we want it because then we'll feel good or we'll feel safe or we'll feel like we did something or we're worth something or like our purpose has been fulfilled. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. I am very excited for today's podcast episode because we have a very special guest joining us. We have Dr. Rachel Yan talking all about health, looking after our bodies in the context of being an entrepreneur. Because I know from my own experience as self-employed girl bosses, we do sometimes neglect our health, our body and our mind sometimes sits second, you know, in second place compared to our business. We are always striving towards the next big business goal, the next income goal, and, and sometimes our health falls to the sidelines. And this is why I'm so excited to have Rachel on today's podcast. She is a holistic health coach and she founded Precision Empowered Health, which is a fantastic business that really focuses on combining holistic health with modern medicine. And I really like Rachel's approach to the way she does her job because it's all about not just your your body and your physical health, but also your mind, your spirit, and getting this complete 100% 360 overall improvement to your health, looking at every single part of your body and ultimately finding that balance that we all dream of, you know, that we can be successful, but we don't have to neglect our bodies and neglect our health or neglect our mental health and our mind as well. So we are just about to jump on into the interview in just a second. This interview was actually done in my membership group. I have a monthly membership group where we have live streams like this. We have guest speakers. We have hot seat coaching. Um, It's a fantastic group. I'm going to have a link in the show notes of this episode for you to check it out if you are interested. Um, But just so you guys know, if there is a difference in the audio, this is because it is from a recording, but there is just so much value in here. And it was such an amazing interview that I just knew I had to share it here on the podcast as well. So with our little introduction out of the way, let's get into the episode. So to kick things off, I would love for you, Rachel, to just sort of introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and your business, how you got started. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I am Dr. Rachel and I'm a functional medicine, holistic medicine coach. And I got into holistic medicine, I think really slowly, because when I was younger, that wasn't really something that was an option. And I knew I wanted to do medicine. I was interested in medicine, but I really couldn't find the right fit. Um, I was in middle school and high school, and I would go and intern at different medical clinics. And um, I remember being in like, like general medicine clinics, I was in the ER, I was in a vet clinics, and I was just trying to find the place that I was meant to be in. It, what I wanted didn't really exist at that time. And so it took a number of years of just 
working my way through going to medical school, going to chiropractic school and practicing that way for a while before I realized there's a whole nother world of medicine that offered people so much beyond just their normal run of the mill. Like you're okay. You're fine. You're not sick enough to require medication. You're fine. And I, and this whole new world opened up where I learned and realized that there's so much that people can do with their health before they get really sick. And I think a lot of us aren't really brought up to understand that we just don't want to be sick but if we're not sick, there's not a lot to do. And it's simply not true. I love that. I think that's definitely something I know a lot of listeners can relate to that feeling of going to the doctors and not feeling like you're being understood. I know it's something that I've experienced this whole idea that we're not, we're not sick enough. So we, we don't get the, the kind of the treatment that we want. Um, I, I know it's something I've experienced and I think it's something a lot of female entrepreneurs would also relate to listening. Now, the next question, I kind of wanted to continue on this similar topic and, and touch on your top tips or your advice for female entrepreneurs who are struggling with that balance. What advice would you give to women who are struggling to balance their business, their mind, their body, all of these, these things? I mean, for many years when I was really starting my business and I had goals that I wanted to accomplish and I was so focused on business that I lost sight of my own health. Although I was in the holistic health industry, like I totally lost sight of my own body and what it needed and how to incorporate more than just goals and success and numbers into your life. So I really come from a place of having experienced burnout with my hormones, burnout mentally and physically. Um, and so I think, you know, as, as female entrepreneurs really come into power in this day and age, like we can work anywhere in the world now. We don't have to necessarily go into corporate structures. We don't necessarily have to do things the way that our parents did and our grandparents did. Like there's so much available to us now that like this is a whole new world that we get to create. Like, for instance, you're on vacation and you're still running your business. Like, that's so, that's so lovely. And, and like when I was young, that wasn't really something that was a possibility that people talked about, right? And, and so I think a really big piece of females coming into the space of being really serious entrepreneurs and really into their business is to make sure that the business doesn't overwhelm your life and your life doesn't just become a walking, breathing business person because... I feel like entrepreneurs and the clientele that I work with and the patients that I work with are sometimes the least healthy people because they're so driven and they're, they, they know what they want so much that they leave their buddies behind and they completely lose track of how much stress is too much stress. And when the body is saying no, and when the body is saying rest and stop and pause and go, we're just always on. And from the female body perspective with how our hormones are every month, um, there's natural cycles that are built into our bodies. And I think the cycles once upon a time, especially more in the corporate structure or business structures more dominated by men back in the day, there was not a lot of room for like female cycles. And that was some, maybe something that would ostracize women in the workplace, like having a baby or having a period, like these parts that are normal to our biology were thought of as 
like disadvantages in our work. And I think what all female entrepreneurs need to hear is that your body is not a disadvantage. Your cycle is not a disadvantage. There's so many innate things built in to the way that we process and we think and we evaluate and different fluxes and flows in our energy that actually lend us a very unique perspective from our biology that makes us very creative and very powerful. And um, if we can sink into those things with our business and work with our bodies and let our bodies inform us of what feels right and what feels good, then we really have a holistic way of living and enjoying our business life instead of just sacrificing everything for our business. Mm, I personally feel that when we grow up and we go through high school, we aren't really educated correctly about our cycle or it's almost taught or it's almost made to feel in, in society that we should be embarrassed or we should try hide our female cycle. And I think especially like, I don't know about you, Rachel, but I've definitely been sort of brought up to be like, oh, like I have to, you know, hide this. I have to power through it. I can't let it affect me. I have to compete with the guys you know the guys don't have this problem I have to make sure I'm on their level I can't let this hold me back and it's it's a lot of pressure to think about that way about your natural you know female cycle and I found it really interesting when we were working on the marketing material for your course Evolve which is fantastic by the way you guys should definitely go check it out but I found that I was so mind blown by this concept that you had that we didn't have to work against our cycle that we could work with it and it could actually be an advantage to us you know we could use this as our superpower and I just love that way of thinking now the next question I had was why do you think it's so important for entrepreneurs to start putting their health first or to start making it a priority and I guess maybe what what impact have you seen this had on people that you've worked with you know what's the sort of long-term impact how, how does this affect people in terms of their business their life their goals maybe their income um, yeah why why should we be making this shift and making this a priority I think psychologically as business people and as entrepreneurs, our ability to tolerate risk is higher probably than the average population. We love difficult tasks. We love tackling the impossible. We like, um, we like pursuing things that might make other people feel really unsafe and insecure. And so because of that innate drive that is in this population of women, I think it's so easy to buy the lie that if we sacrifice now, then we will gain later on and then we'll have what we want later on. And so diving into the psychology of people that are driven and really want big things in their life, I think it's so important to remind like myself and everyone that's in this field that it's a lie that when you get the thing that you want, when you get that success, when you launch the thing, when you like whatever that carrot that we dangle in front of ourselves that's not the ultimate goal because we want the thing in order to achieve certain kinds of emotions. So I want, you know, like a six figure year, or I want to get this big client or like we have these goals, but then like, why do we want it? Well, we want it because then we'll feel good or we'll feel safe or we'll feel like we did something or we're worth something or like our purpose has been fulfilled. But 
if we just keep dangling that, then it's so easy to lose all sense of the things that really make up life, like our family and our loved ones and where our time goes and how much pleasure we allow ourselves and how much of those little celebrations we allow ourselves to have in our lives. Because if we're just going for that last end thing, like if it doesn't turn out the way that it, we wanted it to, which is so often in the world of business, or if it looks really different by the time that we get there, then does it mean that we failed? Does it mean that we didn't get it? And I think that's one piece that so many of us are willing to sacrifice. Like we want it so bad that we just streamline everything towards that. And that's just not, that's just not the way to live, at least not for me. And I don't want to delay like my personal gratification and my pleasure and my enjoyment of everything that is part of this process of being an entrepreneur. I don't want to delay that and sacrifice my body and my stress and my weight and my energy and my vitality just for that. Cause then I won't have my health at that point. And I see that a lot for people that have gotten to whatever success they have is that they worked so hard for it. And now that they have it, they don't have their health or they don't have their family. They don't have the relationships that were really important to them. And that's sad. And we, I think we get to have it all, but it's really important to moderate and balance and flow with. And that otherwise then we're just exhausted machines, just trying to do the thing. Mm, I totally I totally love that I think it's definitely I think why you yourself have worked with so many female entrepreneurs and people in this business world because we get stuck on this hamster wheel right we just keep going and going we're always thinking about the next big goal what we have to do with the, our business and work wise that we just don't even notice what we're doing to ourselves until it's too late essentially I always think about for me when I went through my breakup right before launch my business right before leaving my job, it was actually a blessing in disguise. It was a massive reality check for me because I realized how burnt out I was that entire month leading up to it. I was working myself into the ground and it, it kind of just reminded me like, well, what am I even doing this for? Like, why am I doing this to myself? You know, my I actually value my relationships, my friendships, my joy and, and ability to enjoy life more than an income and more than hitting a certain dollar or metric for my business. One of the things I really wanted to pick your brain on was this idea of like fads and trends in the health industry. What would you say are some of the biggest misconceptions or misunderstandings when it comes to your health? What are some of these things that commonly people think that you can be like truth bomb actually think this? Well, globally, entrepreneurs love shortcuts. So we want, we want the one thing that changes everything. And I think for a lot of people, especially if they're struggling with, with health things that are, you know, can't be solved with just a celery drink, or they're, they're dealing with some health things that are maybe more chronic and maybe linked to mm, like maybe family pressures or cultural issues, or maybe genetic issues. Like, you know, there's, there's health things that aren't just quickly and easily solved. And I think we live in a day and age where we really, like we love the thing. So we're really drawn to testimonials or friends being like, I just took this, this one thing and then it like solved all my health problems. And so we're drawn to the, to the big health trend and the big health fad because there's so much energy behind it. We're drawn to that. Like, if I do this, then I'll get that. Um, and for, I would say, having worked with uh, people for so many years with their health and um, optimizing health 
that isn't just sick. So people that really want to create a whole new level of health where they have their personal responsibility and their self-empowerment as part of the equation instead of just waiting for something bad to happen to you. And also on the other spectrum of people that have not been served with maybe conventional medicine or just the tools that they were given um, with their, uh, their like normal doctors or normal blood work. I think the big piece is that we, we all have so much individuality. So people that are drawn to a health fad or maybe your Instagram influencer that has a certain supplement that they're promoting, I think the really important thing to realize is that just because it worked for them doesn't mean it's going to work for you because you guys have completely different bodies. And if it worked for them, it's probably not going to work for you in the same way, because again, they have a very different body than you. And so within the functional medicine that I do and the work that I do with my private patients and in my courses is that don't go and embark on a whole thing and waste your energy unless you really know that's what you need. And so having that specificity is part of self-responsibility. And I think it's very, it's very brave of people to go and look a little bit deeper. It's kind of like that same feeling entrepreneurially as um, like looking at your income statements, like really, really in depth, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable and stressed out, like looking and the same way with health, like going and looking at a gut test, if you've always had gut issues, instead of just trying all these different fads and different diets, just go and see what it actually is for you. Or your hormones, if you're having a lot of problems with your cycle, your period, or your mood swings, or your skin, like anything that doesn't feel quite aligned with making you strong and making you vibrant and really physically in touch with your business, just go look. Don't just try all the gummies on the market that are supposed to help your period, like that might help, but it also might not. And I think a lot of people get discouraged because we only have a certain amount of like, try points until at least we get frustrated, which is like, that's not for me, or like, you know, that doesn't work for me. And I think it's important for us to like save our energy. <laughs> like to keep our energy intact so that we can pursue things that really do matter. So we've got specificity and self-empowerment. And when those things come together as a mix, then we have traction. Now I know you are a busy woman, Rachel. So we're going to round out the interview here with one last question. And I thought a really nice way to finish it up would be just to sort of pick your brain and get your top tips on what sort of actionable steps things people can start doing who are listening today to start improving and better looking after their health, their wellness, their mind, body, spirit, and ultimately get better results and uh, for their business and enjoy life more. Well, since we're talking about females that are business owners and entrepreneurs, I would say one of the biggest shifts that I see working with patients that are in the same entrepreneur boat is getting their hormones tested, like your female hormones. Um, there's so much dysfunction, I think, within hormonal systems. There's not a lot of resources that we women have traditionally to help ourselves other than being on birth control and kind of suppressing our symptoms. Like you're, anything that doesn't feel quite right, that drains your energy or makes you exhausted or makes your brain really foggy during certain times of the month. And that's something that I've found is when a woman really understands her cycle and her hormones and her strengths and weaknesses within that, and they start to work by balancing and shifting those hormones, then like that is a step that most people don't know they have got access to and also don't know they could actually sync up with. So much of our energy is pretending that we don't have cramps and working through it and taking Tylenol or suppressing our symptoms or bleeding like crazy and nobody knows. Like just pretending that we're okay 
And I think that level of disconnect really does harm us long-term. And with enough years of that under our belt, we're just completely disconnected from our bodies. And by syncing up with your cycle and knowing where your cycle is, that is such a step towards your body. It's such a step towards your business. And that is like one of the most powerful things that female entrepreneurs do is to learn how their cycle is, balance it the way that it needs to be balanced and then harness that power into their business. Wow, what an amazing interview with Rachel. I really enjoyed like listening back to that myself, even though I'd been there <laughs> during the live interview. I just think the the way Rachel speaks is just, it's so clear to me and it really speaks to what I'm about in my business. You can probably tell during the interview, I was just loving it. I was in my zone. Um, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. If you are enjoying this sort of more interview format to the episode, make sure you do let me know. Give me some feedback. Send me a DM on Instagram. Share this on your Instagram stories if you are loving it. And I would love to repost you and share the love right back. How many times can I say love in a sentence? <laughs> love is in the air. Um, yeah. Thank you again so much for listening. And make sure you stay tuned for new episodes of the Dishing Up Digital podcast every single Monday. And yeah, thanks for listening. Bye, guys.